Hello, Anka family. Calvary greetings to each and every one of you. Today's sharing is on placing and demand. And we begin in the Bible book of Daniel chapter 3, where we find a story of three Hebrew boys that are in a land where the king is demanding that they worship this statue that is made of, I think, gold. And uh, they take a position as to whom they will worship and decree that will worship no other God but the Lord our God. To cut the long story short, my interest is in verses 17 to 18, where they make a, a statement to say, Oh, great king, our God will surely rescue us. And even if he does not rescue us, we will not worship your statue or any other God besides him. Look, I have a tendency like these guys to call things openly. But unlike them, sometimes I get gripped with a fear on what if it doesn't happen as I have called it. And I begin to carry this weight of what if God was not in it. So I place the demand when I call things, but I'm gripped with fear. And it's usually like when somebody calls your name, you they're placing a demand on you by your name. You either need to respond or to just be silent because silence is also a response. And, you know, my nephews and nieces usually run up to me and they tend to place these demands on me. Mommy T, can you buy me a transformer? Mommy T, can you get me a PS5? One wild one was, Mommy T, I think you should buy me my own car. And I'm looking at my bank account and I said, oh, wow, that's huge. But... I love the confidence that they have in me and I love it when they keep placing these demands on me because even if I don't meet their expectations, they still come back and place more demands on me and they have the confidence that even if she doesn't do it, we know she's got the ability to do it and it's coming from a good heart. And, you know, it's just always a blessing to know that there's somebody that is looking up to you to do something for them. So coming back to our reading, there are times when we make uh, these big pronouncements and we want to brag on our God and we say, no weapon formed against me shall prosper and I can do all things through Christ that gives me strength. But then there's always that little voice at the back of your mind telling you, are you sure this is really going to happen? Are you sure you can walk through the valley of the shadow of death? Are you sure he's got your back? There's always that little voice questioning whether these dry bones can really live, whether the, wo- whether the lamb can really walk and uh, whether your God will really come through. And whether all these jars of oil will be filled before she runs out of oil, you know. There are all these questions that sometimes cause you to speak a pronouncement with fear. And you look at your audience like, man, I will be so embarrassed if this does not happen. But I came to share with somebody today that one thing that I have learned about bragging on God is that you make the pronouncement and leave it to him to do the work. It's not really about you. It's really about him. It's really about his word. One thing he says about his word is that he will never let his word fall to the ground in vain and that he honors his word even above his own name. So if he doesn't do it, it's really for your good. It's not about you and it's not about shaming you. It's about him knowing when he's going to do it and how he's going to do it. In his own time, Bible says he makes all things beautiful and you know, he holds times and seasons in his hands and he knows your tomorrow and what you need today. He's not going to rise and do something just because you want to prove a point to so and so look when it came to his own son jesus 
he gets to a point where he's saying, Father, if it is possible, could you let this cup pass me over? And when Pilate is asking Jesus to say, if you're really the king, how come they're able to do all these things to you? And he says, these things are only able to happen because my father allowed it. Okay. My father gave you permission. Had he not wanted you to do this, you wouldn't be standing where you're standing right now. And this is the king of kings we're talking about. So if he wanted to, he would have come down and rescued his son from that cross. Those soldiers would have had nothing on Jesus had he not permitted it to happen like that. But then he knows who he is and he knows in what time he's going to move. So he lets it happen because he has allowed it. But why is it that when it comes to us, we are so easily broken and we want to denounce our faith when things don't happen the way we envisioned them to happen, when God doesn't show up the way we expect him to show up when we place a demand on him and we call on him and we cry Abba Father and it's silence and then we begin to think going to panic to say oh my god I placed a demand on him and I called this into being and now I'm going to be put to shame so I'm going to try and move in my own power I'm going to try and do this in my own power and justify why it didn't happen the way that I said it would happen but when God gives you direction or an instruction or when you place a demand on God, the only thing you need to do is have faith that in whatever outcome it is going to be, it will be to your own good. Because remember, all things work together for the good of those that love the Lord. So whether it happens as he has, as you have envisioned or it doesn't, it's still working out for your good. Leave it to the one that knows the plans that he has over your life. They will be highs, they will be lows, but in it all, he will remain God. Paul says in Second Corinthians that these marks are the marks of an apostle. It wasn't always high water with him. There were moments of beatings, but not defeat. But he did not give up on God. And just like these three Hebrew boys, they knew the ability of God and the power of the God that they submitted to and they were calling upon. It was not a show. Had it been a show, they would have left out the fact that there's a possibility of him not coming through because there are certain situations that he allows so that his glory can be seen. But there are also certain situations that he will not allow. So he allows them first to be thrown into the fire, but he doesn't allow the fire to consume them. No, his glory is still shown. And people begin to ask, who is this God that rescued you from the fiery furnace? Who is this God that you have been bragging about? Who is this God? God that will show up for you in such a mighty way. Daniel would tell you that God allowed him to be thrown into the lion's den, but that the very God shut the mouths of those lions. And Daniel came out of that den and scratched. So why are you so afraid of placing a demand on your heavenly father? Why are you afraid of bragging on him? Why are you afraid of declaring the word as he has spoken it? This word, the Bible, is your mantle. It is your battle axe. It is your sword. It is the word of God which you constantly need to remind him on. God, you said by your stripes I will be healed and I'm believing you for healing. You said I will be blessed in my coming and in my going and I'm placing a demand right now that I will be blessed. You said when I give it, I will. it will be given back to me. It will be a 
good measure, it will be pressed down, shaken together and running over. God, I have given and the principle is that it will be given back to me. You said if I give my tithes, I won't have enough room to store all that you will bless me with. And so I'm placing this tithe and now do your part that if I put my trust in you, I will not be put to shame. Call out your blessings that I will be blessed in the land, that I will be able to declare in the land of the living, the goodness of God. Begin to call out his promises. Begin to call out all these blessings that he has spoken over you. Begin to declare them. And whether he does it or he does not do it as you place a demand on him, he remains God. And we remain unshaken in our faith in him. So I pray for you today that may God bless you and help you to always realize that he is still God in season and out of season. May he give us the sustenance to know whose we are every time we open our mouths to declare a word. May he remind us constantly of his word and his great love for us. Amen and amen. Be blessed.